Welcome to A Walk In My Stilettos, where our goal is to help you walk in your greatness. I'm your host, McKinney Smith. The purpose of this show is to inspire you to walk in your greatness. We have conversations with amazing women that are letting us take a step into their stilettos. I get inspired when I see another woman succeeding, but what inspires me more is their backstory and their mindset on how they got there. So today's guest is about to bless us with her testimony. And since you're already here, you may as well subscribe. We have Heidi Allen. She's the founder of the Positive People Army. And what began as a blog, it rapidly became a global movement with thousands of women from all over the world working together to make a positive difference. She's a two-time published author in Chicken Soup for the Soul. Her new soft cover collection of inspirational stories is aptly named Stories, Finding Your Wings. And she just recently joined Linda Proctor, wife of Bob Proctor, to build global leaders. Please welcome to the show, Heidi Allen. Hello, thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and share your story with us. Yes, no, I'm I'm super excited. It's like it's very funny when you hear your own bio being told to you. You're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess I did do all that stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And especially, you know, when I when I have uh, women like yourself that are world changers that come on here, you guys are all so humble. And because it's not about you, when you hear your own bio, you're like, oh my god, that sounds so cool. <laughs> like, That's yeah. amazing. I'd love to meet her. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's that's you. Look in the mirror. <laughs> wow. I love it. I love it. So I like to start the show with an icebreaker question. And that question is, Heidi, do you know what your name means? What my name means? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I actually don't know what my name means. I've never I've never learned the definition. I think if I was to describe it, what Heidi means um is someone that is energetic, full of life, um, doesn't let anything stop her, and yet loves to um, find a sense of humor, not only in herself, but everyone else. (laughs) Love it. Love it. So I I love Mm -hmm. to ask that question because I feel like, especially, um, you know, the type of women that come on the show, everyone is so used to being referred to by their titles, but a title that doesn't Mm -hmm. get enough recognition is our names and we're called that so many times a day and our names actually have Mm -hmm. meaning. And I find that when we determine the meaning of someone's name, it actually describes who they are as a person. So we're basically declaring that over and over again in in a day. So I Googled what Heidi means and in French, it means nobility and in German, it means of noble birth. Wow. Interesting. That's kind of cool. Can I tell you the funniest thing? When I was growing up, uh, the name Heidi was not popular mm-hmm. uh, at all. Uh, it has now become a much more popular name. But when I was growing up, there were no other Heidi's. I was always the only Heidi. <laughs> in every single school, every single circle, I was only ever the, the only Heidi. And for the longest time, I disliked my name so much because of that. And I wanted so much to be a Jennifer. That was the most name at the time. And I wanted to be a Jennifer more than you will ever know. And then it wasn't until I got to about middle of high school that I realized something pretty unusual about my name. And it was that no one ever forgot it. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize that if no one ever forgets my name, then no one will ever forget me. And awesome. that acknowledgement of self became my purpose in life to make sure that everyone felt the way I had just discovered this about my own name. And ever since that day, I mean, I, I love the name Heidi now, um, but it was just such an awareness that I had as, as, as a young woman. That's awesome. You know, it's funny you say that. I mean, my name is McKinney. Not very common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. You know, gr- growing up, my parents tried to make me feel better about it and, they always told me, oh, it, mean, it means beautiful one. So, you know, as a little girl and people were like, oh, that's an interesting name. What does that mean? And I'm like, it means beautiful. And it made me feel, <laughs> you know, confident. And no one ever had my name. And then when I got into high school, I actually met two other people with the same name. They weren't at the same high school, but 
I was introduced to them when I was a teenager and I was like, wow, okay, we have the same name. We're around the same age. What was happening during that time? And as I got older, actually in my 20s, and I you know, went on social media and started to get into the internet, there was actually a McKinney group on Facebook. I don't know if it still exists, but there were McKinney's oh. everywhere. <laughs> and there were, wow. I was like, oh, wow, okay. And when I started to build my business, I was actually fighting on Google for the name McKinney Smith because there was a school in South Africa, actually, <laughs> by the name of McKinney Smith. I thought it was interesting. But McKinney means strength right. of character. Oh, that, that's amazing. Well, that's definitely you. That depicts you. And beautiful one, I would agree as well. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So speaking of little girls, what did you want to be when you were a little girl? Oh, my goodness. Um, I love when people ask me this question because from the moment I started talking, I've always been a talker. Um, uh, and the moment I did start talking, I remember telling my mother, I'm going to do something really great in life. I never knew what that was, but I would always say, I'm going to do something really great, something really big, like, mom, it's going to be so big. And of course, your parents just pat you on the head. Of course, you're going to be amazing, you know, but I was like, no, you don't understand. I am really going to be something great in this world. Mm-hmm. And, and it was that purpose that um, kind of took me on the journey that I've been on and, and never stopped me from leaving very successful careers and starting all over again in because I was constantly after this purpose of I'm supposed to do something really big in this life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I, I wish I could say, yeah, I wanted to be, you know, a, a police officer or a nurse, but I was just like, I'm going to do something really big. And I right. never knew what it was. <laughs> so. Okay, so you talked about, um, you know, always wanting to do something big. You've had an exciting past with careers. You've been a wedding gown store owner, a lifestyle editor for a popular wedding magazine, a co-host for a morning show, a host for six seasons for the popular wedding show Rich Bride, Poor Bride. You've been a producer on the number one daytime Canadian TV show, The Maryland Dead <laughs> Show. So can you, can you just share how, like, what inspired you to walk away from all of that to build Positive People Army? Oh, yeah. Walking away from a ginormous career like that, there was really only one reason. And, and that was that I lost myself in that career. Um, I loved being a producer on the Marilyn Dennis show. I was the fashion makeover producer. So my job every single day, every single week was helping women transform themselves and men, but mm-hmm. mostly women. Um, you know, women that have been through, you know, traumas, um, divorced, uh, you know, raising children and they got lost in it and didn't know who they were, whatever it was. Um, and, you know, I was able to give them a gift of, you know, truly seeing how beautiful they are. It's not just on the inside, it's on the outside as well. And it would, it would transform women's lives. But what was difficult for me is I was actually working in, um, in a toxic environment. And that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And I, I constantly felt like for me, I had to check my values at the door. And uh, after, you know, many years of of going through this, and and it felt, you know, in the end, very much like an emotional and and mental abuse. Mm. And, um, and I just, I remember, you know, looking at myself in the mirror the last year that I was there, and I didn't recognize this person anymore. And I've always been a person that, you know, took very good care of myself, you know, worked out all the time, ate healthy, you know, was very much into personal self-development, and um, and I had let a lot of that go. I wasn't working out as much. I'd put on weight. I was drinking too much. I was under extreme amounts of stress and anxiety. There wasn't a Monday that I went into work that I didn't have an anxiety attack. Oh, wow. And and I and I realized um, I I can't live like this anymore. And as much as I was making such a difference in other people's lives, the the struggle that I was going through was the fact that I wasn't making a difference in my own life. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't okay with that anymore. I just wasn't. And and yet I had no idea what I was supposed to do with the rest of my life. And that discovery, because I'd always known, I'd always like moved from one career to the next in this, you know, this driving purpose 
to make a difference in this world. And all of a sudden, I was just stopped in my tracks. And I didn't know how to get back up. And it put me into a depression for about six to seven months. And during that depression, I had a incredible friend come back into my life, a mentor. And it's almost like the universe just literally brought her back to me. I hadn't Mm -hmm. spoken to her in years. And she called me up and she wanted to see me and I wouldn't. I was embarrassed of the state that I was in. And she insisted I see her. And the moment I saw her, she knew something was wrong with me. I get very choked up when I tell you. <laughs> um, but she knew something was wrong with me. And um, and I kept denying, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm just, you know, trying to figure things out. And, and she said, Heidi, I've known you long enough. There's a reason I'm back in your life right now. And it's time for you to take advantage of that. And many tears and three hours later, I now confessed <laughs> everything to her. And um, she said to me, she said, you know, here's the thing there. I love this saying when they say, you know, the definition of a fighter is not someone that throws punches or the amount of punches they throw. The definition of a fighter is the fighter that keeps getting up after Mm -hmm. they've taken so many punches. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, she just literally looked at me. She's like, get up. It's time to get up. And that hit me so hard, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I did this. She said to me, it's time for you to get to know yourself again. And she demanded that I take a meeting with myself every single week, just myself. She said, wow. you know, we all have appointments with everyone else. And, mm-hmm. you know, dentist, doctors, our hairdresser, our nails, whatever it is. And she said, you know, when was the last time you ever had a meeting with yourself? And so every Wednesday at five o'clock at this um, little restaurant on the Danforth here in Toronto, it's called Local 1794, I would sit in there and I would have a meeting with myself. And I would write what I liked, disliked, loved, hated. I had no idea what this journey was supposed to be. And it was hard. Like some of the stuff that came out of me was very Mm -hmm. difficult. It was it was torture, to tell you the truth. And um, all of a sudden it was like, I started writing my own stories. Mm-hmm. I started writing moments that had happened in my life. I was truly trying to discover who I was, who I am, and who I'm supposed to become. And I was writing these stories. And so to hold me accountable, I put them on a blog. I put them out there so that I would continue this process and I wouldn't give it up mm-hmm. until I got back up. And the craziest thing is I called it the Positive People Army, and still to this day, I have no idea why I called it that. It was just like <laughs> three words came to me. Three words, like, were gifted to me, and I called it that. And people found these stories. They, they found them. And the most beautiful thing that happened was that every single person that read the stories would say, that's my story. You're telling, you're telling an experience I went through. I feel like you're, you're sharing my words. Yep. And, and all of these people kept talking to me and, and it was fascinating because all of a sudden I wasn't feeling so alone in this journey that I was going on. And, and I loved speaking with these people. And then what the, the thing that I, that I discovered is that I couldn't talk to all of these people. There was hundreds of them that were mm-hmm. talking to me. And I just felt like I needed to create a place that all of them could talk to each other. So that, you know, the gift they were giving me, which is I wasn't alone anymore, I could give back to them. And so I met up with a girlfriend and I'm telling her about this dilemma that I'm having that, oh, my goodness, hundreds of people are talking to me. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and I said, I just wish I could figure out how they could all talk to each other. And she said to me, Heidi, just start a Facebook group. No word of a lie. I had no idea what a Facebook group was. <laughs> And like I, I say to people on a regular basis, this was the most beautiful mistake that ever happened. Mm-hmm. And and I started this Facebook group and I called it again the Positive People Army. And in twenty four hours, twelve hundred people had joined. Wow. And I realized in that moment there was something bigger happening than me. And it just grew. It just grew like crazy. And and really out of 
out of nothing because it wasn't something where I was just like, you know, so many people have said to me, did you have a business plan? You know, did you have, you know, what it is you no, were going to do? No, you're, you're, you're birth your purpose. Exactly. I had, yeah. I had nothing, but I, I, I'd always feared vulnerability for the longest time in my life. Mm-hmm. And when I went through the writing process with the blog, um, that's when I leaned so far into vulnerability that there was no way back. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked it. I actually liked it. I liked going that far into my vulnerability and being that open and that honest and that mm-hmm. authentic. It was mm-hmm. like it was like any mask I had worn was now being stripped away. And and I started to feel like I wore this incredible, powerful vulnerability cape. And mm-hmm. it made me a superhero. And I felt like that. And the Positive People Army made me feel like that. And what was so amazing is people that found it from all over the world, um, they feel like that now. Mm-hmm. And and the greatest thing about it is that it doesn't belong to me. It belongs to everyone because right. it's an army. And, you know, I don't police this group. I I, I don't tell people what they can or cannot put on it because it doesn't belong to just me. It belongs to all of us. I am one of 16,000 people in there. Wow. And, you know, people will say to me, you know, like they'll message me, is it all right if I, you know, post this in the PPA? And I always say, sweetheart, the PPA belongs to you. If mm-hmm. you feel it needs to be shared with this army, then share it. Right. I'm not going to tell you. If if you feel it's going to benefit people in this space, then post it. Right. You know, and so and and I've allowed that um, because I really never felt like I was the one that had to give permission for it. I felt like the universe just gave permission for this. The way it's happened, the way people found it from all over the world, when it was never advertised, <laughs> never. You know, if people just and. The, the, the most fascinating thing that happens is people will say to me, I have no idea how I became a part of this group. Like, I don't remember how I just, it's like I was just here. It, it's and, funny and you that's, say that. That's <laughs> it's funny you say that because I'm in the group and I've been in the group for uh, over a year, definitely. It's probably maybe two, three years, probably. I have no idea how I ended up in the group, but I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> See? I'm telling you. You spoke to so many important points, like how your pain birthed your purpose, you know, because there's a lot lot of people out here that don't know what they're supposed to do with life. And they're looking for this perfect way to do something. And many of the women that I speak to that are blessing so many lives and their lives are being impacted, it was through their pain that they found their purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you spoke to vulnerability. And I'm big on that. Um, I love Dr. Brene Brown and, you know, mm-hmm. removing shame and all those things. There is so much strength in vulnerability. You know, I used to share all kinds of stuff on social media and people are like, oh, wow, you know, you're kind of putting all your business out there. You're sharing so much. I, you know, I could never do that. But not only did that allow for me to share my story and to inspire somebody else with how I was able to get through something or for them to watch my progression. But it's social proofing. Like you said, people were reaching out to you saying, oh, my God, I feel like you're sharing my story because our stories, Mm -hmm. they may be about us, but they're not only for us. You know, they Mm -hmm. they help other people. So the social proof of allowing other people to feel like they are not alone. There are other people out there experiencing this. You're not alone. It creates a support system. And thank God you had your friend to pull you up and remind you that you need to get back up. Not not everyone has that support system, but, you know, you having your Positive People Army group has created an online version of that support system. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's, it's not about you. You were able to create a community. Mm-hmm. 100%. So beautiful. So, you know, how has this experience changed how you view life going forward? Oh, my God. I view life such wide eyes now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like I, I, like I see, I see everything now. And, um, I think one of the biggest things, uh, that came out of this that I, I learned and, and I, I truly feel as a gift is, um, I learned how to listen. Mm. I learned how to listen with every single sense that I have. And how many times are we in conversations and, 
and people are talking and yet we're already thinking of our answer mm-hmm. or we're already thinking of what we have to do later. Um, and I, I started really seeing and listening to people instead of the own dialogue, instead of my own dialogue in my mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. and, and truly seeing people for what they are, be it that maybe they're in pain or they're, they're going through complete happiness or that they just need a shoulder to cry on. And when you listen and see people with every single sense that you have, connection happens like yes. you've never had. And and for me, um, the biggest thing was I just, I want to connect with people. I want those relationships. I want real relationships that exist. And when you start to shift, like that, when you shift into a place of, I'm done with the shallow conversations. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I even found myself, I'm not nearly as social as I used to be, you know, just going to every single event that is yeah. out there because I was having such a hard time with just talking about the weather. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, thank you for sharing that. I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> And, and so all of a sudden it was just like, I don't, I don't want to just have these surface. There you go. There's the word. I don't want to live in that surface anymore. I truly want to live in this place where I feel the purpose why we're all here. And the craziest thing that happens is when you shift into that person, it's an adjustment in your life to the people that start to disappear. Mm. And the people that, you know, you thought meant something in your life or there was a true friendship or a true authenticity that occurred. But when you show up in that space and and you start to make other people feel uncomfortable because, you know, you're willing to be vulnerable. You're willing to ask questions that, that maybe they're not ready to answer. And I don't have any judgment whatsoever if no one is ready to answer that or no one is ready to have those conversations. You know, my door is always open for anyone to come back in, you know, should they wish or, Mm -hmm. you know, want help. But yeah, for for me, it was just looking for and wanting those incredible relationships. And as much as I say, you know, people start to leave your life. What's really fascinating is the people that then come in. Yes. Because you make space for them. Yes. Yes. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, where have you been? Where have you been? I am so grateful you have walked in my doorway. And, you know, that, that you are ready to embrace life fully. So I feel everyone in life has their own journey. And, Mm If they if they choose to live in fear, if they choose to live in excuses, then they've made that choice, and it's never up to me to to say anything. I can easily point out, but honest to God, if if they choose to stay there, I only have to respect that and send love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I haven't chosen that, and and I will be the first one to tell you if I am experiencing fear or if I do want to sit back on an excuse, but. I won't let myself stay there for very long. That's for sure. yeah, but, but that's just it. You you understand that it is a choice, but that that takes coming to a certain level of awareness. You know, we all evolve at dis- different stages in our life, and I think that when you get to that stage where you're at, because you've taken a look at yourself and you've learned to understand who you are, you you know, you're more patient, and understanding of other people. But your evolution has brought you to a space where you understand that everything is a decision. You know, people always say, well, I didn't decide to do this. Well, actually you did. And sometimes not, <laughs> exactly, not making a decision is, is a decision to stay there. Yeah. yeah. You know, you were talking about people leaving and people coming. And I truly have always believed that every single connection that we have with somebody has a purpose. We have people in our lives for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And I find that the more that you start to evolve and the more that you start to elevate your paradigm and your awareness, people will fall off. And like you said, Mm -hmm. there's that uncomfortability there and there's no, you know, negative feelings or whatever, but you no longer resonate, you know, you're no longer vibrating on the same level. So they don't get you and that's okay because now you've made space for the people that do resonate with you, the people that are thinking and are in the same mindset as you. I think that's beautiful. So what advice would you give to a woman that isn't happy in her career and not sure what to do? 
that's the thing. No matter what, we always actually know what to do. We always do. Yeah. Uh, we all have the answers with us, mm -hmm. within us, every single person. The thing with that whole sentence is that as a society, in most cases, we're constantly looking outward yes. for what the answer is. And we're looking for, you know, someone to give us advice or point us in the right direction or for something to fall in our lap or, you know, for this big revelation to happen. And that's then we're going to know what it is we're <laughs> supposed to do. And none of that happens. We, like, we don't have script writers here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, this, this is life. And, and the thing is, we, when I say we have the answers within, that part is the hard part. That is yeah. the most difficult part because those answers are within us, but we have to do the work to get it. Yes. You know, yeah. and I love talking with people who say, well, you know, like I, like I read all the positive books and like I've done the work and I've taken a course and, you know, it just doesn't work. And I always say to people, um, tomorrow, could you run a marathon with me? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, 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 tomorrow. Like, could you run a marathon with me? And they're like, no, don't be ridiculous. Like, you'd have to train. I'm like, mm -hmm. really? You'd mm -hmm. have to train. You mean every day? You mean every day you would have <laughs> to do something to train to run a marathon? How long do you think it would take? I don't know, months, a year? Really? Every day? So would you be willing to do that if you were like, let's run a marathon? Well, of course I would. And why won't you do it for yourself? For yourself, yes. Why won't you do it for yourself? Put the work in every single day. I do not get up every single day and just go about my life and, and go to my to-do list. Like, you know, one of my favorite things that I, you know, say to people, or not even a saying, it's actually like kind of my mantra that I say. And it's, you know, it's, when I get up in the morning, it's, of course, I do all my gratitude. But, um, <laughs> and I'm like, that is a very important part of my day, the mm -hmm. very beginning. It's like, thank you, I'm still alive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you, God. But it's not, what do I have to do today? Which the majority of us all say. What do I have to do today? What is on my to-do list? But, you know, it's, who do I want to be today? Oh, I love who that. Who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Do I want to be someone that is happy? Do I want to be someone that is successful? Do I want to be someone that lives a life of gratitude? Do I want to be someone who fills their life with relationships? I'm going to say yes to every single one of those. And then I do that mm -hmm. every single day, whatever that takes. And I'm telling you, I am not, there is nothing perfect about my life at all. There are days I even, you know, where you're just like, oh, I'm so tired or whatever it is. But again, it goes back to that choice. Am I going to choose to be in that bad mood or choose to be tired or choose not to do anything? Or am I going to choose to go forward? Am I going to choose to read the same chapter in a book every single day to remind myself what mm -hmm. my goals are? Am I going to, you know, write out something for the PPA of, of importance to me in that moment? And, you know, maybe someone else needs to hear it because I've had a conversation about it. What, what is it? Who am I going to be? And so if you want to make a difference in your life and you want a change and you want to get out of whatever it is you're in, then get out of whatever it is you're in. Start yeah. working towards it today. Just get up and say, I'm working towards getting out of this today. And every single day, do whatever it takes to get there. You have the answers within you. Just do the work, period. <laughs> I, I think asking yourself that question every morning, who do I want to be, is extremely powerful. You know, we, mm -hmm. we all create vision boards and we have, you know, affirmations that we use. It's all about the end goal of who we want to be, the life we want to have. And many of mm -hmm. us are in our current circumstances saying, well, I'm not that person. I don't know how to be that person because we're still focusing on our current. But asking yourself, who do I want to be? Think mm -hmm. of that person that you want to be and act as though you were that person. That is the only gap between who you are right now. So mm -hmm. I think that is such a powerful I, question. I wrote a post uh, because I'm an entrepreneur now and I you know, work from home. Uh, I've had this thing, and, and maybe you get the same thing, where people say, oh, you're so lucky you could just work in your pajamas. <laughs> and, and whenever I hear that, I'm like, well, is that who you want? to be you, right. you want to be the person that's in their pajamas every single day like is that is that is that your bar of success 
She's like, my bar of success doesn't exist of someone that's in their pajamas every day. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. You know? And it's like, I get up, you know, I, I work out, I shower, I get ready. You know, it doesn't matter if I go to my office in my house or sit in my backyard or go to a coffee shop or whatever it is. It's like, I dress the person I want to be. Mm-hmm. And, and that person in my head is successful. And for me, success, and I'm not saying that people have to go out and get a whole new wardrobe. That's not what I'm talking about. It's just feel good. Mm-hmm. Feel good about how you look. Do your hair. Like I, every single day, I put makeup on. Not a ton of makeup, but I put makeup on. I always have lipstick on. I always have my nails painted. I am a person that I like the way I look. It makes me feel good makes me feel good. People in their pajamas every day, granted, on the weekend, on a Sunday, on a rainy day, being in your pajamas all day is fun. But I'm not that person every day, Mm -hmm. nor do I ever wish to be. And to the people that are saying to you, you know, you're lucky. I mean, one of the coaching sessions that I learned from Bob Proctor, and we're going to get into that in a second with you, but is about creating the self-image that you want. Because there's two images Mm -hmm. we hold of ourselves, the image we have of ourselves on the inside, you know, how we really see ourselves and the image on the outside that we project to the world. But if you want to be able to change your self image, how you view yourself, like, who do you admire? What qualities about them can you emulate? How can you start to be a better person or be the person that you want to be? And that means showing up as that person, being dressed and ready to go every day, you know, whatever makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. in order to recreate that image that you have of yourself. So I wanted to get into that because you've recently joined Linda Proctor. So for those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. Bob Proctor was featured in the movie The Secret. Um, he is an amazing success coach. He is, I have so many words right now, but I'm like going to start fumbling on them. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. In terms of mentorship, he has taught me the world about mindset. Mm-hmm. Everything I know about mindset started with Bob and Linda Proctor. So I mm-hmm. want you to tell us how you met the Proctors and how that's changed your life. I, you know, sometimes I just like, I, I, first of all, I saw the secret 17 years ago and Bob Proctor had, and, and I love how you're like, I'm bubbling over my work. I feel the same way. He impacted my life so much. And the, the what paradigm shift and what that truly means in your life and how we all walk around with our own paradigms that keep us in the lives that we're in. And, and yeah, he definitely has had such an impact on me. And I, um, I got this amazing text. I, I feel the law of attraction is real. It's yes. So incredibly real that whatever you put out there, it comes back. It it just comes back and you are rewarded in life. And the PPA I feel has been that for me. I feel the universe made this beautiful mistake happen in my life to bring something to, you know, whoever, whomever it was that needed it. And because of that, amazing opportunities have fallen in my lap. They have come to me in many different ways. And one of which was a text. I got from a very dear friend, uh, Marnie Kay, that I've known for about three years. Mm-hmm. And she sent me a text and just said, um, would you be available to come to Linda and Bob Proctor's house? They would like to talk to you. And first of all, I don't know about you, but I just about died. Like I had to read it <laughs> several times. <laughs> and, and I was like, and, and I had no idea why. I didn't understand why I'm even, you know, being asked, you know, to come and meet them. And, and yet, you know, at the same time, I just, I feel that I've done something in this lifetime that, again, is, is attracting like-minded people. Mm-hmm. You know, just like I said, you know, people have left, but then all of these amazing people come in and energy just attracts energy and especially mm-hmm. like-minded people. And so, I went over to Linda and Bob's house and, you know, was able to meet the two of them and, you know, have an incredible conversation with them. And Bob is one of these human beings that when you speak, he sees you. Oh, yeah. He is 
acknowledges you. It is, it, there is something to be said for a human being that can do that. Someone of such greatness, he is such a legend on this planet, and yet when you sit in front of him and you speak, you are the only human being in this world. And yes. It makes you feel like that. Like yes. that exists. You spoke earlier about listening. And when you talk to Bob, you know he's listening to you because he's literally mouth, like you can see his mouth moving and he's re, like he's saying the words that you're saying to make sure that he's mm -hmm. focusing on your words. He is so zoned in and focused when you're speaking mm -hmm. to him. Go ahead, go mm -hmm. ahead, I'm listening. Oh my gosh, no, no, that, that, so for me that it was um, like, I, re I remember almost, feeling uh, like butterflies in my stomach, you know, and feel like, because the energy that I was getting off of him was mm -hmm. like, I was like goosebump over goosebump. And so I was called over to chat with the two of them. And what's so amazing is opportunities are going to show up in your life and they're not always going to arrive the way you expect them. Right. And it's having such an incredible open mind to realize that even though you think things should go one way, listen, the universe has your back. Mm -hmm. When you put something out there, what it is you're looking for, um, you have to be open-mindedness enough to realize that like, and, and recognize it when it comes. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel so many times people in life, opportunities show up. And they go, no, 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 it's not for me. And maybe it's out of fear. Maybe it's out of, you know, they're uncomfortable of what the opportunity is. Maybe it is that, you know, they're just, they just don't have an open mind enough to see that they've asked for that. And it's going to keep showing up no matter mm -hmm. what. Don't worry, everyone. It does keep showing up. <laughs> but <laughs> it does um, until it slaps you across the face. And you're like, oh, I have to do that um, Linda and Marnie both offered me to uh, partner alongside them to lead and mentor people to live the life they've always dreamed of with the support they actually deserve. Yes. And most of us walk around in life trying to do everything on our own. And I'm like, why would you do that? Even, you know, entrepreneurs, I, I, I get, you know, like we have become a society where, you know, the corporate world has become so toxic for most people, not all corporations, but there are a lot of them where so entrepreneurship has really taken off. And there are so many opportunities for people to be an entrepreneur. But at the end of the day, most people are solopreneurs. Mm -hmm. They're doing everything on their own. On their own. And yeah. this is why on their own, they do everything on their own. And this is why most entrepreneurs fail is because they are doing it on their own. And mm -hmm. so, you know, the opportunity I was given, and this is why I say this is exactly what I asked for. Because with everything that I have with the PPA, which is to motivate and inspire people, I feel that is a part of my role within that. I never had the tools to give them to show them how to do it. Mm -hmm show them how they can have that change in their life, how I can work alongside them as their mentor and give them that, show them that, guide them, teach them. And so I was given this opportunity and, you know, it didn't show up like I thought it would, but oh my God, I've never, I've never been more happy in my entire life. It's, it's definitely changed my life. And, you know, being able to work with, um, you know, Linda and Marnie and to be mentored by, Bob, he has been so generous on every mm -hmm. single level to me. He, you know, one of my stories from my new book, he actually shared on the Proctor Gallagher website, and he did not have to do that. He didn't yeah. have to do that. They are such all. generous people. People, mm -hmm. I, I wish everyone <laughs> was like the Proctors. <clears throat> Honestly, they are the most genuinely loving and giving people I have ever mm -hmm. encountered in my entire life. Like, I had only mm -hmm. known. Linda for a short period of time before she agreed to write the foreword for my first book. And I thought, oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> like she didn't have to do that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they are just mm -hmm. such loving, giving people. Like you spoke earlier about, you know, paradigms. And for those of you who don't know, paradigms are a multitude of habits and ideas. You know, the things that we do, the way that we see things, the way that, that we, we act are our habits. And 
we don't understand that if you can find the discipline to change your habits, you can change your life. And Bob teaches, because he's such a spiritual being. So he talks about, like, he teaches very much on manifestation, but it's like using the discipline of your regular daily actions to create the life that you want. And mm-hmm. for for many of my listeners who are, who are Christian, like, if you believe in, in prayer and declarations, Bob basically breaks it down into order. So you understand how to do it more directly so that you actually get what you're praying for. And that's what I've learned from them. I actually connected to Marnie through Linda. You know, like you said, opportunity comes in the ways that you least expect it. My connection Mm -hmm. with them came from a complete stranger that invited me to meet Bob. And that day I met Bob and Linda and Linda was the most warm, inviting person because mm-hmm. back then it was 2013 the year after I'd lost my sister and I was still really in a shell and I walked into this room completely introverted I was you know selling real estate but I was doing okay but I could have been doing better but because I was so in my my head <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was afraid to speak to anyone and she came over and sat at the table where I was sitting by myself and made conversation and just asked me about me so that I could warm up because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, we don't want to talk about the weather, but you know, when you start asking someone about themselves, it's something they know. So it's easy for them to talk about. And when I was finished, she was like, Oh my God, your story is so inspiring. You need to share with my husband. And I was like, who's your husband? And she's like, Bob. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> she's like, come on, this lady's story. And I was like, Oh my God. So I literally had like heart failure. <laughs> but anyway, long story short, I was able to connect uh, with Marnie. Marnie's very close with Linda. And for a couple of years, everything that I know about mentoring and being mentored, everything that I know about even public speaking and being able to share and express and use that to help others, I learned through them. You know, like there's so many things that changed my entire life just through that season of being connected with them. So I can only imagine what you're experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, you know, I, I, I honestly get up every day and I'm like, I just... I just got so lucky. I just got so lucky in life, you know, and, and yet it has nothing to do with luck. These are mm-hmm. words that we use to describe mm-hmm. what it is that we're going through. And it, it only occurs because you just live that life. And, and, and I do believe that everything you put out there, I always look at the universe as a magic genie. I, I used to tell my kids that <laughs> when they were little, you know, and I would say, you know, whatever you say, like, watch what you say. The magic genie will say your wish is my command. And I, and I do believe that exists. I do. And, and I'm the first one to say, oh, my goodness, are you sure that's what you want to say out loud? <laughs> yeah, but we attract what we're in harmony with. You can't attract what you're not in harmony with. So like you said, you you got to be mindful of what you say. I have friends that say all the time, oh, you know, I don't need a man. I don't want a man. One deep down inside, they really do. Like, stop saying that. What are you putting out there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I, you know, it's funny. I was at a, I was at a function once and there was a woman and I was saying, you know, how is it going? You know, how is life? Cause she moved from out West and she moved to Toronto. And I said, you know, how has it been since you moved to Toronto? And you know, she said to me, oh, my goodness, it's just so awful. Like, there's no decent men here in Toronto. There's just absolutely no decent men. Like, I'm just like, you know, I'm never going to meet anyone. Like, it's just not going to happen. And mm-hmm. I looked at her and I'm like, you need to stop saying that. Yeah. And I said, if you continue to say that, then that's all that's going to exist in your life. And she yes. said, no, you don't understand. And I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 no. And I looked at her and I'm like, no, 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 I actually do understand. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. You need whatever it is you were looking for in your life. You need to say those words. You need yes. to start saying there are amazing men in Toronto and I'm going to meet an amazing man. Exactly. And, you know, and, I, and I'm just so excited to her and she's like, listen, you just <laughs> don't get it because you're married and not single. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? I don't get it. You're absolutely right. What you're doing is is exactly what you should be doing. And I was just like, and I walked away and I was like, oh my gosh, she has no idea. She has no idea. She is creating the life that she exists in. She created her reality. She created her reality. Creating it, creating it, 100% creating it. And, and, you know, sometimes I just like, I almost get sick to my stomach for people because I'm just like, oh, if you just had any idea mm-hmm. how powerful what it is you're thinking and saying is, yep. believe me, you would never say another negative word again. 
exactly 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 oh my god i feel like we could like go on and talk forever i definitely have to have you like i have to have you back on the show again for sure so thank you i love this conversation thank you and and that is the reason i want to continue um having women like yourself on the show i want it to be really authentic conversations just about your life experience and your wisdom you know i don't want any scripted questions and answers i want the real you and I want people to see that so they can learn from you thank you I feel they're learning so much from you sweetheart I really do like you you know putting putting yourself out there and and inviting incredible people to have real conversations that's very powerful and and I am so grateful for someone like yourself thank uh, you that you give this space for others to hear Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's funny. I actually learned this philosophy from Bob Proctor because, you know, you spoke earlier about people who want to be entrepreneurs and they're actually solopreneurs. He taught me that you can be in business for yourself, but you can't do it alone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not, it's not focusing on the me, me, me. And although my journey in entrepreneurship expanded and started to blow up when I started sharing my story, it's, it's become for me, therapeutic to help other people share their story you know to Mm -hmm. to give the women that come on the show even if you shared your story somewhere else to share it with an audience that may have never heard your story before you know to be able Mm -hmm. to be inspired by that and to show them how powerful their stories are as well so thank you for Mm -hmm. that so i (laughs) i have a question that i i like to um ask all the women that come on the show because I came across this article that basically explains that your favorite type of shoe says a lot about your personality. And because, <laughs> you know, my whole branding and walking my stilettos, we all know I'm a little obsessed with stilettos. But my question to you, Heidi, is what is your favorite shoe? Is it a boot, a running shoe, a walking shoe, a flat, a flip-flop, pumps? For me, it is definitely a strappy stiletto. That is my favorite, favorite shoe. I, I'm five foot eight, so I'm very tall. Okay. But, uh, when I when I was really young, um, a, a doctor told my mother at three years old that I was going to be 5'11". And I was determined to be 5'11". I wanted to be 5'11 <laughs> so badly, so badly. And then at like 18 years old, I stopped at 5'8". And I, I'm not going to lie, I was incredibly disappointed. I was so disappointed because I just wanted to be 5'11". So, and, and the thing is, is even though I'm 5'8", I have a very, very small foot. I only have like six and a half, size seven, sometimes seven, oh, sometimes wow. six and a half. And so like, I should just tip over. <laughs> and so I, so I always love to wear, and because I have such a small foot, I like the strappier sandal. So something that's just very, just that strappy stiletto really high because I like to be 5'11". Mm, and okay. love to wear high heels. My husband is the same height as I am. We are both 5'8". Mm-hmm. And yet everywhere we go, when I got married, I wore five-inch heels. I just love to be tall. And I love mm. that feeling of being tall. And, you know, thank goodness my husband is so self-confident. And he's just like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it says that women in stilettos work hard and have excellent taste. These women are incredibly hardworking. They have major drive, determination, and standout work ethic. She also really loves and values beauty. So she surrounds herself with beautiful, whether it's things, people, or how she lives. It does not have to be expensive. It just needs to be pleasing to the eye. She has a knack for being able to create an aesthetically pleasing space. Does that sound like you? That sounds like, seriously, that sounds exactly like me. Amazing. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So before I go to the final segment of the show, I want you to tell people where they can stay connected with you online. Uh, definitely. So they can they can find me on Facebook, Positive People Army. It's our group. Uh, myself is just Heidi Allen is my profile. Uh, PositivePeopleArmy.com is our website. Uh, Instagram is just at Positive People Army. It's super simple. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. And I will have the link in the details of your episode so they can just click and follow you on those platforms. So usually 
the final segment, I call it a walk in her stilettos, where I ask a couple of quick reflection questions. But because we were having such an amazing conversation and we've gone way beyond time, I'm just going to ask maybe one or two. Okay. So first question, what have you become better at saying no to in the last five years? Things actually don't feed my soul anymore. If I don't feel it feeds that, I really don't want to be a part of it. I, I love that that seems to be the common answer when I ask that question. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. once you become, you know, you reach a certain level of awareness, you don't want to say yes to everything anymore. You know, you've learned to say no to things that don't feed your soul. I love that. I love that. Okay. Name a book that has changed or greatly impacted your life. The book, The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity by Catherine Ponder. Uh, It's a book that was written back in the 50s, and it is so relevant to today. And that book had has had an incredible impact on me throughout my journey. And I've actually read it several times. But if there is one book that started the journey that's impacted me, when I first started self-development, it actually occurred from reading the book, The Saint, the Surfer, and the CEO by Robin Sharma. That was one of the very first books that I ever read that was, you know, an inspiring book. And it was recommended to me from a friend and I picked it up and I read it in like a day and it was like a light turned on and gosh, that was like 20 years ago. And, but it like a light turned on for me then. Wow. So I'd have to say I have two books. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. I need to write those down. I'm going to add those to my reading list. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So Heidi, I want to thank you once again for taking the time to join us. I honestly appreciate you and all of the gems that you shared with us today. And I definitely need to have you back on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I would love to join you and your audience again. Thank you. Thank you so much. And to our audience, until next time, subscribe to our newsletter at awalkinmystilettos.com. And if you've received value from this show, share it with a friend that needs to hear Heidi's testimony. Be sure to screenshot this week's episode and tag us on Instagram at the Real Mikini Smith and at Positive People Army. Is that correct, Heidi? Correct. All right, perfect. And send us your guest suggestions. Send us those suggestions to info at awalkinmystilettos.com and continue to walk in greatness in your stilettos in a manner worthy of your calling.